What it do, baby? Welcome to Big Dog Talk. I'm your host, Lamar. Thank you for coming here and listening to us tonight. I got one of my greatest friends, my road dog with me for a long time. We go back. His name is Keenan Cable. Let me introduce y'all. Keenan, here we What's go. up? What's up? It's Keenan, as Lamar just said. Man, as he said, we go way back. Long time talking uh, Ruby Tuesday parking lot. Back. <laughs> well, you know, we, we ain't going to get into that, but... um. <laughs> Yeah, man. Born and raised in Richmond. Currently residing in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, just a little bit more about myself. I'm a behavior health counselor on the weekends, behavior my technician during the week for our school system. So I stay busy, you know, but I still got love, you know, still find time to, to, to go back to that love. And that's basketball. So um, I'm an avid basketball fan, avid uh, Washington Wizards fan. I'm talking talking for a while now you know what i'm saying 2001 when uh when jordan was there that's what kind of brought, brought the spark because you know everybody loves jordan so when he came back i'm like oh i get a chance to watch him um not in his prime but he still dropped some good numbers so been been sticking through through you know through the years so that's what it that's what it is man that's what's up so here we go we got a lot of different topics today we got the zion his return little rookie of the year talk we got the rising west teams the rising east teams we're gonna break down this all-star game coming up february 14th they just had the all-star selection and who they're gonna end up picking between Giannis and la braun and lastly we're gonna finish up with some notable games coming up we got a lot of good stuff but let's jump right into it so zion he's back at it two games in Two losses I will throw in. What's your take on how he's looked coming back? You know, I'm glad you brought up those two losses because, you know, people love to get on the Zion train and, you know, talk about, you know, the expectations of him. Um, I do think he looked pretty well in his first two games. You know, we all know that he had those, um, well, he had that torn meniscus. So, um, but, you know, I I don't don't think we can really go off of two games. You know, I'm kind of optimistic. I kind of want to see where. Uh, what he produces in the future and what what he has to offer, man. Um, I know he was like twenty two and seven game one, then he had fifteen and six in game two. Um, but in game two, he had increased minutes, and I know that the Pelicans are gonna right. you know keep an eye out on him and make sure that um, they're not overworking him because the boy is big, man. Like we we <laughs> we can't we can't pass that up. Um, I know. That's right, I think boy. he's I think he's uh, lost some weight, I believe, but you know you can't really go off of the media. Um, I, like I like his size. I, I feel like if he can keep his size and and still be healthy, then I mean you you can't even really put a cap on 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 his potential. But um, he just off of physics, man, I believe he's gonna have to lose some weight, shed some of that weight to be able to uh, make a push in the long run. I agree, and. I only disagree on this part. I think he okay. needs to lose weight because 6'6", 285, I mean, right. that's a lot of weight. And on the knees, six, yeah. Six, yeah. You know, and on them knees. And he's had a history of knee injuries. You know what I mean? You can even look at Kyrie. Kyrie little, man. But them knee injuries will haunt right. you. You know what I mean? And if he don't shrink down on a little bit of weight, but it's tough because his athleticism is through the roof. So that is real, you know. But if I can make a a little comparison, remember when Blake came into the oh, league? Yeah. Blake was a freak, and nobody, you know what I mean. And until right. he and got hurt, would have probably, you know, would have placed this title on his career that he has now because the man stays hurt, you know. So. Um, right. You know, that's that's the tough right. part. But I mean, you know, Zion, the rest of the league, they got 38 games left. You know, if he can maintain a good average, you know, I mean, I feel like he could even make a push possibly for rookie of the year. Jaw fans now, ain't hey, happy about this that. Is coming from a Jaw fan. I got Jaw in my fantasy, man. I've been watching this man. You know, Jaza is a future star for sure. You know, um, he's leading yeah. rookies in scoring assists and double doubles. You know, um, I, I believe that when we talked offline that you had mentioned that, you know, he has like 17 points. So he's not really producing that that much. But, I mean, for, for what he's doing, he's right. Correct. He's shaking More things highlights. up, man. So, um, 
Zion's gonna have a lot of work to do if he wants to get past him. But I mean, I mean, what's your take on that? What you think about Ja? So I absolutely love him. I mean, we got a little group chat with all our homies, and I was a little outlandish. <laughs> I was a, a like I like to say a a POM prisoner at the moment, but I said this man is the the making of an AI, which is, you know, it's a little crazy, but it's not totally inaccurate. You know what I mean? But I like him. But if you go off of stats and exposure, the thing that haunts, or I guess holds back Jai is exposure. Look at, look at that Zion game. They added that game to televised TV. That game, his first game back wasn't going to be televised. They added it. They don't do that with Memphis Grizzlies. That's you know true. what I mean? So the average fan does not get to see Ja. Unless you are an avid NBA fan, you don't even know who Ja is. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. And that sucks. You know what I mean? The exposure can really hold back and really bolster somebody's greatness. Yeah. And, and um, you know, honestly, you know, I'm in a group chat with you. You know, we talked about uh, him being potential AI, but you know, like now I'm looking at it, I can't even really say that that was too outlandish. I mean, I know I came at you a little sideways, you know, because, you know, I'm like, no, nah, he's <laughs> definitely not. But I mean, the handles is there. Like, I, I can see it. it. I mean, it was a different beast back then. I feel like the league was tougher. I feel like the league is a little watered down now. So, yeah. I mean, you know, all that comes into play. But just seeing the, the, the you know, the intensity he brings game in and game out. You know, being a rookie, um, his numbers have increased the last 10 games. And, yeah, he has 17.7 assists and, like, almost three and a half rebounds per game, right? But then if you, if you look at other people yeah. that's in the um, in the pool right now for rookie of the year, like, uh, for, for instance, Eric Pascal, um, he has four, 14 points, four and a half rebounds, and one and a half assists. You know what I mean? So it's like he's, he's, he's definitely segmented. Yeah you know, his place in the league. And he definitely has some space in between him and, and the rest of the league. Like Kendrick Nunn, well, he got 16 points. So he's behind him. He only averaging like. Tyler Hero, yeah. though. So, so Tyler, yeah. Okay. So how you feel about him, man? Because I, I feel like he was definitely going to be somebody that I would hear more of. I don't know if I'm, if I'm pleased or if I'm just content at this point. I think you're just content. And I am on the same wave as that. I am content. You know, he he's a good basketball player. And, I mean, he the, the weird thing is he's averaging 13 points a game, shooting at like 40%. That's a good right. clip, you know what I mean, for a rookie. And his team, out of both the two rookies that we just talked about, they're right. winning. That is true. You know what I mean? So it's, it's difficult because he's not the stud of the team. Right. You know what I mean? He goes games where he scores zero points, <laughs> and then the next game he'll drop twenty five. He's another one I have so, in my fantasy, and um, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if I'm I'm content <laughs> or if I'm I'm excited. You know what I mean? But um, I don't know, man. The, the rookie of the year race, I, I thought it would be a little more interesting. I mean, like and and yeah. and peep this. We ain't even mentioned R.J. Barrett. All right, like I know he's what he's he's currently battling right. uh what severe right ankle sprain, whatever. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, um, yeah, he he's averaging fourteen points, two and a half assists, five rebounds. I mean, I'm not really seeing too too much production out of him to where I could be like, okay, I could see him for sure being in one or two spots. You know, what I'm saying the the race between one or two. So I feel like you know, just bringing it all home, I feel like Zion is definitely going to be included in that in that talks, man. Like they have enough games left to where he can make a push, and if he's able to make that push. He's definitely in the talks. We got this game tonight. Lakers versus Philly. L.A. Braun going to be passing <laughs> my goat, the Black Mamba. Third on the list. It's amazing to me. The Lakers are favored in this game by five. I think it's actually going to be a blowout. No MB tonight. You think it's special that LeBron is doing this and he's a quote-unquote not a scorer. He's more of an all-around player. But how special do you think this is? In his okay. Um, ultimately, I feel like it's extremely special. I mean, just for the fact that 
not too many players can say that they're on the all-time scoring list. You know what I mean? And to, and to say that you're in the top five and then say you're in the top three, I mean, that's kind of major. You know, um, what, last year it was Jordan he passed, right? The year before that, uh, yep. Wilt? Wilt, I believe. Yeah, it was Wilt. And then the year before that, it was Shaq. So he's been passing some some goats in their prime. You know what I mean? And now he has the opportunity to be able to pass Kobe. And you know I'm not a Laker fan. You know I'm not a Kobe fan. But, I mean, that's major. Like, Kobe will forever be, you know, submitted as one of the greatest. And in some people's eyes, the greatest player ever. You know? So, um, being that uh, LeBron is about to be in the third position, you know, um, he's still showing that he's a great player. And I love that you mentioned the fact that um, he's kind of not viewed as like a, a, a true score now, which is crazy because he's still producing those numbers. But, you know, he's like like to kind of <laughs> to kind of view it on the outside as him being like this humbled player now and being able to pass. Um, I think it just brings it all home for real. Um, like he's averaging over 25 points, man. Like you can't wait. And, and how many... Right. And, and leading the league in assists. Is it to get over? Like 18? Yeah. So 18. You know, um, <laughs> I feel like last time I looked at it, it was just like 81 points that he had left. And now it's flipped. You know what I'm saying? So um I think it's <laughs> yep. I think it's special, man. Um I'm not like a LeBron fan either. You know what I'm saying? I respect both players, him and Kobe. Um, but I'm I'm be real, man. Like, you know I don't like the Lakers at all. I can't even stress this enough. For people who are just listening and don't know me, I do not like the Lakers. But it's been exciting to watch them play this year, honestly. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think I think it'll be, uh, you know, I think it'll be a good game to watch. See him going for maybe like, you know, I think so too. 20, 25, 20, 30, 25 and thirty. So we'll see. And you know what's crazy? I got a different stat line. This is crazy. Okay. I thought about this earlier. As as much as a LeBron loves Kobe, you know what I mean. They got a <clears throat> a great special right. relationship, him and Kobe. And actually, I'm not even gonna lie to you. That actually helped me not hate LeBron as much. It's crazy. And you know me. I mean, just a few years ago, I was saying how right. I hated right. that man. You know what I mean? And now I'm like L.A. Bron. I'm out here buying jerseys. Yeah. Like, you know, it's crazy. But the respect that LeBron showed for Kobe and Kobe, he made me appreciate the greatness that we are watching. You know what I mean? And now that he's in a Laker jersey, it's like, wow, like, I actually get to watch him and root for him. So it's it's relatively really good. But this is the stat line I got. Okay. 20 points, just just right over it. 20 points, 13 assists. Okay, triple-double, okay. I like it, I like it. A triple-double. Because with them beat out, I really think they're going to take mm-hmm. off. You know what I mean? But see, I feel like I feel like I, <laughs> I love that stat line. To be honest, um, I kind of got I kind of got the under on the rebounds only for the fact that, as you said, MB will be out, and I feel like it'll have a it'll he's you know LeBron's going to crash the boards. That's what he do. LeBron LeBron is Le, LeBron right. is what I should call him. That man's on each side of the floor. He's attacking the ball, he's attacking the boys. Like he's gonna get his numbers, but I feel like with Embiid being out, as you mentioned, you know, it'll set up, um, you know, for better numbers, of course, with AD, but as Dwight Howard as well. Because I, man, I'm, I'm upset, man. I'm a little upset because you know he was with the Wizards, and he won't do nothing. And he didn't get this time. Like, bro, he is yeah, a completely different player, yeah. man. Like it's good. It's, I like to watch him play as well, and. I feel like he might have another stat line where he averaging well, not averaging, but I feel like he'll have another stat line. Yeah, double double. A little double double. So um, I got the I got the under, maybe like eight nine rebounds, but um, either way, it's gonna be a night. Okay. It's gonna be a. Night. Our next topic. This is a very interesting one. We're gonna go with the rising mm. teams in the West. And the rising teams in the East, and we both have different teams, which makes this even better. Um, we're gonna shake it up. We're gonna go right to the East. Who is a? I shouldn't say who. What team is rising for you? And we're at that. We're all right. pretty much at the halfway point. You know what I mean? Right after All Star break is the halfway, and that's when the NBA gets right, serious. Right. You know what I mean? Um, One through six. 
in the East is kind of stabilized. Who do you think is in the East or the West? Okay, in the the East. East. Okay, so we starting with the East. Um, so right now the Magic is seventh, and the the Nets are eighth. Um, (laughs) so as I stated earlier, man, I'm a I'm an avid Wizards fan. Love the Wizards to death. Um, so I'm always gonna shoot for them and root for them, even if it's if it's biased and it's outlandish and it sounds crazy. Um, but I but, but just listen to me for a second, because I feel like the Wizards can definitely push um, to make the AC. Now, though I feel like they can push, do I feel like they gonna make it? I don't really know because we're playing real iffy right now. We're 15 and 29, um, 28 or 29. Uh, the AC is 18 and 25. So we're four games back, man. Like we don't have a lot that we really need to do, but our lineup is iffy. Our coaching staff is a little iffy, man. Um, I just feel like we need to shake some things up. And until we do, I don't really know what's going to come of it, but we definitely could push to make it because we're doing this right now when Bill has been hurt. Um, our rookie that we drafted, number ninth, Rui Hachimara, he's been hurt. Um, and he's actually been producing pretty good numbers. So if we had him in the starting lineup, um, I feel like we could definitely make some noise. We got Isaiah Thomas, Gary Payton the second, Bill, um, Bertans, and Thomas Bryant. And you you guys had Thomas Bryant, so you know. We had Thomas, and he right. was a dog when we had him as well. You um, know what I mean? So he's doing pretty good numbers as well, but he was hurt as well. So we haven't had a healthy cast. Um, but I feel that if we did have a healthy cast and we changed, shake up a few people, like Troy Brown Jr. should be starting. I don't know what's up with the coaching staff. But um, we kind of dropping the ball a little bit there. Um, Ian Mahimi has been balling pretty well. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. But, um, you know, other than the Wizards, I would say the Pistons, honestly. Um, I don't okay. really have too much information to go in on them, but I just kind of like the, the the field that they're bringing right now. Um, I know they got uh, Blake Griffin out. Um, as we mentioned earlier, you were talking about him in his prime when we were talking about Zion. And honestly, anybody playing with Blake yeah. just has to know that they're going to be playing with him for half the season because he stays hurt. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I like what, what Rose is doing, man. I like what Drummond is doing. I feel like they, they could make a push because I feel like the, like you said, the first six seeds are locked. But other than that, it's it's difficult to kind of gauge. It's open. Yep. So. I like that. You know what? This, you know what? I'm going to say this. That's that's a definition of a true fan right there. You know what I mean? Through thickness, through thin, when your team is bad, <laughs> this man knew his stuff about his team, still watches the game, can't scream can't, them to the rooftop because they ain't winning, but still rep them. That's that's a fan. And in the age, in the day of age of oh yeah, bandwagons and this new NBA where it's it's not really teams, it's more players just jumping around. It's tough. I see how people, you know, can't stick with a team, but for them diehard fans, we still out here. Hey man, so y'all, y'all, y'all had some dark ages yourself. Not not as not as long as, as we <laughs> did. Sean had some, y'all stuck through it too. So, you know, we we, <laughs> we ain't even gonna talk about that, man. But hey look, we got some we got plenty of dark ages left for us, man. Cause even with, with Wall possibly coming back next year, it's you know, like I said, we're gonna have to shake some things up, man. Like like yeah, I love, be shaking up. yeah, I love oh, him and uh, Bill, but them two together, man, it's it, it works. But at the same time, we are gonna have to to shake something up. So we'll we'll see, man. But um, who do you have? Who do you have as uh, as making some noise in the yeah in the East? So I got a team that's already performing very very well. I'm gonna go with the Boston Celtics. I have the Celtics. Actually, they're kind of tied for two through four right now, but I do have them stepping away from the pack and taking off and getting their number two seed. And what kind of changed my perspective on them was last week when they played the Lakers, I really liked the team ball and their energy on the defensive end. That's, you know, they got a lot of offensive pieces. That's there. But I do think Marcus Smart really gets them to buckle down on defense. That's true. But the only the, – the tough thing about that man, he shoot a lot of threes. And 
to me, he's not a three-point shooter, but he does play a really good game when it comes to defense. So I can respect that, and I'm with it. I love Brad Stevens as a coach. And I think that will catapult them automatically to the two-seed, kind of knocking down Miami. And the only thing I worry about is what happens come playoff time when you get into those game six, game sevens, you you always need somebody to be that right. guy. So who is that? Who's going to be that guy? And <laughs> that's the thing. I I like Jason Tatum. You know, I do think, and this is crazy, I think him hooping with Kobe and training with Kobe helped give him that dog mentality. And to me, I think this man has a promising career ahead of him as a potential top 20 player in the league. I don't really know where he would fit in at the top 20, but I do think in like two years you can say, wow, he might be a top 15. You know what I mean? And he's so young, but he has the dog in him. But the tough thing is Jalen Brown got the dog as well. Kimball Walker got the dog as well. And this isn't like the Clippers dog where you got two-way people. You got Boston where you got people that just want to score the rock. (laughs) And it's going to come down. I don't know, though. You know what I mean? I'm rooting for them to turn it around, which is crazy to say from a Laker fan. But I I like them. They play really well together. So that would be my team to kind of bounce back. And turn this around because they went through a little dry spell where they were losing games they shouldn't lose. But if they can keep this going, and I actually, you know what, Cantor, that was a good pickup because and not too many people talk role. about Cantor either. That's okay. I like that. Yes. Wherever he is, right. he does his role. He'll give you ten points a game. He'll give you ten rebounds. Right. You need that. You know what I mean? You need like a Dwight Howard. You need somebody to just do one thing. Get putbacks right. and get rebounds. And see, like know? with the Celtics, like I love that you mentioned them. Um, I have Jason Tatum on my fantasy as well. But it's like I feel like the Celtics have always been that organization, especially since like the first major big three era. I feel like they've always yeah. been that team to yep. where they don't really have to have just that one guy. That's why I asked you who's going to be that guy because you said that Jalen Brown has that dog mentality, which you're absolutely right. You said Kimba does, which you're absolutely right. But I don't feel like neither one of them will be that guy per se. You know what I, mean? I feel like they're right. going to have to have, right. uh, you know, a collaborative effort on all sides. Like Tatum's going to have to be there healthy. Kimba's going to have to be there healthy. You know, um, I'll even go as far as to say uh, Hayward is in with his position, but um, yeah, definitely Jalen Jalen Brown as well. But um, I think the Celtics are definitely going to have to uh, come together and lean on all efforts rather than just one player. I agree, and that's. But see, the weird thing is, you know what this team reminds me of. They remind me of the Raptors last year mm. without a Kawhi Leonard. Interesting. Okay. And if because you know, let's let's just say, look at the Raptors last year. They played pretty much half the season without Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> and they won a lot of games <laughs> because they played team ball. Nobody stepped on nobody's toes. Right. You know what I mean? Siakam was most improving. You know what I mean? He had a great, great year. And come playoff time, you knew whose team it was, you know. That's what worries me about Boston. But as far as regular season, they got it. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, Just real quick, I will say, you you compared them to the Raptors. I'm going to compare them to the uh, Clippers last year without Paul and uh, Kawhi. Because, I mean, think about it. Literally everything you said matches up to them. But only reason I'm gonna say wow. that is uh, coach. Yep, yeah, dog. I'm gonna say because you said Marcus Smart, the how he is on defense and stuff. Marcus Smart is a watered down. When I say watered down, I don't I don't even mean this as an insult, but he's a watered down Pat Bell. Think about it, bro. Think about it. 
So okay, I'm thinking like, about it. Like, now as, I got as a far, question. As far as defense, as, as far say, as defense, but you know, it, it's always that argument okay. that Pat Bev ain't really playing defense. But I mean, <laughs> see, that's what I was going with that. But, but I mean, but you got, but you got to look at the the productivity though. Like you can watch me be like, oh man, that man ain't doing nothing. But I mean, if you look at some of the stats, I mean, like, okay, well, he he did, he is kind of like, you know, uh, throwing off a couple shots, you know, a few shots. He 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 kind of like you'll see the uh, field goal percentage of the people that he playing, and he's like, okay, well, he is making the difference. So that's the only reason why I said watered down. But it, like I said, normally watered down would be kind of like an insult type thing. It's not really an insult because I mean, you yeah, know, Marcus, like I like I like Marcus Smart, man. He and he been servicing with his uh. So, you know, I I kind of yeah, like yeah. watching that man. Okay, so those those are some good East teams. What are your teams for the West? Who do you think is rising up now? All right, so for the West, um, I'm just go ahead and say right now. I'm just list just so the folks know who's in the Western standings. Right now, so you got the Lakers at the top, your team, the Jazz mm-hmm. two, Clippers three, Nuggets four, Mavs five, Rockets six, Thunder seven, and Grizzlies eight. And I know the Grizzlies are kind of surprising, which I really like them. I really do hope that they'll make a playoff push. Um, they're already there though, but I mean things can definitely shake up, especially with the West, because you know the West is so strong. Yeah. But I have the Rockets increasing because right now they're six. Um, the Mavs and the Rockets both have the same record currently at 28 and 16. I see the Rockets going up at least one or two. Um, I'm a little surprised currently that the Jazz are where they are standing strong. In yeah, they are. You know, um, they 32 and 13. But I definitely see the Rockets making a push. You know Russ and Harden got that killer instinct, even though Harden fails to show that killer instinct sometimes in the playoffs. But right now though, he balling. Yeah, man, balling ain't the word, bro. That man is doing some good numbers as he always does. But um yeah, I, I just feel like him and uh Westbrook after the all star break, I definitely feel like they're gonna uh increase in the standings. Um so that's that's who I'm holding on right now. Um, with the healthy Capella, I mean, they man, they looking strong to me. I, I feel like with that that one little move they made in the off season, whether uh, CP3 got a good home or not in the Thunder, mm-hmm. you know, I think um, I think that was a, a much needed needed change. Now, does that call for like a championship team? I don't think so, but I feel like they'll definitely get further than they did. Before, okay. So that's that's who I have. I got the the Rockets. Who who, who you thinking? Now I'm actually I I'm concerned with the Rockets because okay. tell me why. Lately, it's been the Westbrook show. Triple double triple double machine is back, right? And you know they're won their last two. You know Minnesota and Denver, but prior to they were on a four game losing streak and. I mean, they couldn't hit the ocean if they were in the boat outside in the ocean. <laughs> you know, it was – so, for me, for them to rise, I'm curious, does this team have to somehow find a power struggle? They got to end that struggle before this break. Or maybe during the break, that's what they talk about. Hey, right. maybe this team isn't my team. You know, maybe this is our team. That's that's gonna be. I feel like that's gonna be a tough conversation. I, mean, I <laughs> right. feel like I feel like it definitely should happen. Um, but will it? You know, um, and will no. it happen in time? Will it happen in time? That's also right. the question. Because I mean, that's you got to think about it. Uh, Westbrook, especially when KD left, you know the like you know the support and the love that he got when he was in OKC. So. You know, he was the man. Like, he didn't have nobody to answer to. Like, not not even just on the court. Like, he was the man. Like, we know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, him being in, in Houston now, he, he has to share that mantle. Like, he knows that he can't just stand on top by himself. Um, it's hard to see. Like, but they're going to have to – they're going to have to figure something out, man. Like, 
and you know, definitely not to give y'all any credit, but just like looking at the Lakers, like I feel like y'all got some pieces that y'all can shake around as well, but y'all have players that know how to fit into their role. Like just going back to Dwight Howard, this man was one of the greatest centers in the league at a specific time, if not the greatest center in the league at a, at a certain at a time. Point, yeah. And like, he's definitely like, he's been shipped around a lot where he had to humble himself. But at the end of the day, he didn't have to. He didn't have to humble himself, but he chose to humble himself and to uh, fall into his role, which he's done greatly. Amen. Like um, Kuzma, even though I see Kuzma trying to do too much sometimes with the ball, like he was a starter, no longer a starter, still falling into his role. Right. But, I mean, you got so many people that that know how to do that, and that's the only way the team is going to work, man. Like that's the only way it's going to work. So we'll see, man. Um so I definitely understand your, your your take on the on the Rockets. It's gonna be difficult. It sure. is, but they could easily, like you said, you you had you didn't go crazy. You said two slots, so I agree they could bump up two slots. You know what I mean? Do I think they're gonna ever get top three in the West? No. Right. I think that's the ceiling, though. They could they could get they could get to the three. You know, but two slots. I I actually agree. I I agree with you on that one. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you have who now in the West? Now, I'm kind of iffy because I kind of got a, a line drawn in the sand, and I got <laughs> I got good old Dallas on one side of the fence, and I got OKC on the other, and it's like who's gonna cross that line? And crazy enough, they both got the six and the seven. Dallas right. being in the six. I'm going to go talent-wise. I'll probably have Dallas jumping to the fourth seed by the okay. time this is all said and done. You know, so that's two That's two bumps. And I have OKC getting to the sixth seed, so just kind of going up one. And I guess for that to actually happen, you would need either Houston or Denver to drop. But right. I feel like Utah is going to come back to reality, even though – I love that Jordan Clarkson pickup. Oh my God, I love that pickup so much. Okay, okay. And yeah. I don't know if Dallas picking up Willie Willie Stein. I like that pickup, but you're gonna need Porzingis to play better. That's that's what you need. Right. In order for them to be a better team, you need him to play better, and it's difficult because. It's not like their time is now, you know what I mean? They, right. you know, they kind of were in the rebuild, and now they found their superstar, and then you wound up getting Porzingis, which was a good move. You know, they got him for kibbles and bits. And, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And he's playing subpar, you know, coming back from injury. You got a great coach. But they just played Utah, and – I was actually disappointed. I felt like they could have won that game. Right. And they lost it. And Luca, the thing that worries me about Luca is if he's not scoring, what else is he doing? If he doesn't have the ball in his hand, what else is he doing? That that is real. Like they failed to really capitalize and show him on um defense. But what I wanted Correct. to ask you was um because I find it interesting that you chose the Mavs. Um, not that I don't agree or anything, but like, all right. So with everything you just said, we know how they're playing now, right? Yep. So with the addition of Willie, like, is he, cause I don't really think that he's, I, I at the start of his career, I felt like he was and could be a difference maker, but I don't really feel like at this point, he's a different difference maker to take them over the hump. So what do you think is going to be the – what do you think it is for the Mavs that's going to actually take them up a couple spots Okay. in the, in the standings? I think it's going to take Porzingis to average a double-double. It's going to take okay. Porzingis to finally get down low and get you rebounds. And I actually – I can't – what else can you ask for a guy that's 20 years old? You know what I mean? Right. Averaging a triple-double almost, you know? I can't ask anything out of Luca. You know, he's doing outstanding things. The the Willie Stein pickup, I think that'll work well, you know, for Dwight Powell. I like Dwight Powell, but I do think 
maybe Willie is a a little upgrade, you know, going from a D plus to a C plus, you know, <laughs> nothing crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I think he is hungry and I think this is the actual opportunity he may have been looking for when he came to the Warriors, right. you know, b- before everybody got hurt. Now he's actually on a team full of other young dogs who are young and they all have something to prove. And that's, you know, he's kind of shed the light of being a quote unquote bad guy, you know, in the NBA, he used to have like that boogie stigma. Right. And if he can give you, a solid double-double, you can finally get Porzingis down low. I think you can actually turn this around the All-Star break coming up February 14th. I always love that. Um, My mama's birthday, the 18th, Valentine's Day right around there. It's just, it's a good time, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you spend the time with your lady or whoever you're in love with or you're dating, and then you're like, look, I gotta get home, I gotta watch the All-Star game, you know what I mean? That's real. Everybody loves All-Star Weekend. Gotta love it. Now, Giannis got the East. We got L.A. Braun in the West. Right. We got the two captains. Who do you think will be their number one selections? Going so, through? you know, it was a little discrepancy with this because it's, it was a little confusing because – Everywhere online is saying who the starters are, but apparently right. there's a pool that those starters are thrown into. It seems as that's what the situation is. If not, I don't know, but I know that mm. they had like mentioned that on the West is AD, Luca, James Harden, LeBron, and Kawhi, and on the East they said um, it was Giannis, uh, Embiid, Siakam, Kim Young, Trey Young, Ice yep. Trey. Um, so. I'm not really for sure if those are the actual starters or if they're picking from the pool. But if they are picking from the pool, I mean, I'm going to say that, I mean, James has to pick AD first, right? I mean. Logically, I guess so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, that makes the most sense. Um, I would love to see, as we talked about offline, a, a, a lineup with LeBron, AD, Kawhi, and Paul George on the same squad. That would for me that would kind of, that would be entertaining TV right there. But um, I I mean I would say LeBron's taking AD first. Okay. Um, if not, I, I can't I can't really say who else he would be picking from the pool unless it was yeah. um, Kawhi. Well, I mean if if they have to pick from the starters first, I mean I would say maybe ah, yeah maybe Luca maybe Trey Young. I don't know. It's because I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter across conference, right? Right, it doesn't matter. No. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to say. Honestly, I, I think he would have to pick AD first. What about you? I agree with that. I, I think the most logical and the most easy pick is to say LA Brown going to go with Anthony Davis. The weird thing is, I have no clue who Giannis is going to go with because last year, when they implemented this new style, which it actually was all right. I kind of liked it. It reminded me of, like, pick up basketball, you know, who got next right. just picking up. Um, Giannis went with the all-big team last year when you had LeBron with nothing but shooters. Right. You know? And this year, I think he'll probably go with – he's going to blow our minds and probably go with, like, Embiid with the first pick. But I mm-hmm. think it would be beautiful for the All-Star game if he went with Kawhi. I would love that. Mm. I would, would. I don't want them on the same team. I don't want LeBron and Kawhi on the same team. Just, you know, that whole Clipper thing. I just don't want it. I don't mind pa- Paul George, even though I, I still despise him. <laughs> but that's that's for another day. But like who do you possibly have for um any notable mention that you have for like the skills challenge? Um I would love I think I can't remember if I saw Ja was going to do it or not, but I would love to see Ja in it. Um, I The skills challenge is wild that you just said that because the skills challenge to me, didn't Jason Tatum win it last year or was that the year before? Uh-huh. You know, I can't recall who who won it last year, honestly. To me, that's a problem. And that's, that's, that's why I was going at with this. That is one thing I wish they could take out because... The skills challenge? Yes. 
I would I would say replace the skill challenge with a one on one contest. Okay. Because they don't give their full effort when they do the skills challenge. You know what I mean? They go in half heartedly, then they do a regular layup. You know what I mean? I, I absolutely despise the skill challenge and I would love to replace it with a one on one king of the court style. And first bucket you score, you stay on the court. Ten people. That's it. Ten people. Everybody put in, say, five thousand. Winner gets fifty thousand. Okay. I like it. So I feel like that would be perfect. But essentially with doing that, you would have to like it would have to be at least two people going at the same time, like on opposite ends of the court. And this is the reason why I say this, because you have ten people, right? Mm-hmm. You can have the best player in the world. Everybody's in the NBA. You can have the best player in the world going first, right? He scores, next person comes on. That person is getting tired. You know what I'm saying? That's the only issue that I have with that. Oh, yeah, that's each, a great point. Each player, each player that's coming on got fresh legs, bro. Yeah, so that's a great it's point. Like, it kind of it kind of posed the issue. But if you have two people on opposite ends, then you, you know what I'm saying? That's four people going at once. Then it's like those two people who won could go against each other. And then it could be like a break. And then it would be two new sets of people on two opposite ends. So ultimately, I feel mm. like that doesn't work. You know what I mean? That that might be something you want to uh, propose to the NBA. Bro. That's a good one, but, yeah. Collecting coins, yeah, that's yeah that that'll probably work because yeah the skill skill challenge is kind of boring to me honestly to watch. Um, it's like I feel like essentially what they're doing is warming up. That's warming I agree. Up, yeah, but just going to opposite <laughs> ends of the court rather than just staying on one side. Right. But I mean, you know, we got the three point competition, of course, and the uh, dunk competition. Who do you uh who who do you want to see in the three point? Oh, in the three point contest. This year, like I, I really want to think about this. Um, okay. Actually, I wouldn't mind Doug McDermott somehow sliding in there. Okay. Um, right. I know a few days ago, maybe it was last week, he had said he kind of wanted to get in there. He had a crazy game, too, where he shot like six of seven from threes. And I, I would just love to see – some people who aren't superstars but are really good shooters. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we love the J.J. Reddicks and stuff like that. But right. I would just love to see somebody who is a knockdown shooter get in there. So I'll probably go with, like, maybe Luca for sure. Um, right. Trey Young, I would love that as well. That's that's kind of all I can really think of that's that's kind of new besides the people that we always know of. Right. So Trey Young, Luca definitely on there. I'm gonna throw one out <laughs> again. You know, you know me. You know I'm a Wizards fan. All right. So I'm going with Burton's Davis okay. Burton. Like this man is shooting, I believe, 42 or more percent um, for three pointers attempts, like per game. So he's essentially doing excellent right now. And I think if he if he goes in there, it's not gonna be, you know, like a flashy player, somebody that you wanna see. Yeah. You know, but um I mean he's second in the league in three point makes per game. Like he's trailing James Harden. That's it. Wow. So like and people don't really recognize these numbers, like he's like every game he's jacking it, bro. Like he's pulling up and he's cashing. <laughs> He's cashing out. But it's like you can kind of do that on a team that ain't really doing nothing. So it's like it'll be it would be interesting to see if he was actually able to do something within there. But that's that's like a wild card. That's the I, I agree with you on everybody else, but um it okay. would be interesting, I I think. Okay. Would you want Bradley Bill to hop in there? I mean nah. I ain't even I mean, like for what? You know what I mean? Like yeah. We need to focus on so many other things, but <laughs> don't even be worried about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't even need to be worried about that. But um, yeah, I think exactly who you mentioned, Trey, Luca, probably Harden. Um, might have a few others in there, but yeah, um, okay, three point competition. It, it's, it's we're probably going to be seeing some of the same people that we normally yeah. see. You know, I don't think it's 
stick up too much. Which is wild to think that Clay nor Steph is going to be in there. You know what I mean? That's just crazy to think about neither one of them being in there. With, I mean, I actually like that. I mean, wasn't uh wasn't D'Angelo Russell in it last yeah, year? Yeah, he shit the bed, though. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. Maybe they'll have one person from Golden State representing them. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind it. Bro, you know he, I, mean? I love D'Lo. A little ice in the vein, but, you know. Yeah. Now, the dunk contest. Okay. That's – I'm actually a little excited, but then I, I do want to change for that. Um, Probably the only change I would say is make it so that you only get, say, two attempts, you know what I mean, instead of a lot of attempts. Um, okay. I love that With Dwight that. is going to do it. At first, I kind of was like, eh, but because he's not as young anymore, you know what I mean? It's been a while right. since that man was in it, but – he suggested and lobbied that he got the Black Mamba to throw the ball up for him. I ain't gonna lie, I would love to see Kobe come back and just throw him some type of alley oop, and <laughs> Dwight wins that. That would be memorable for me. But I do know uh, Derek Jones is gonna be in it. I know Dwight is gonna be yeah, in it. Miami, yeah. Um, I know they reached out to Ja. I can't remember if Ja said no. Um, um, and see, this is the thing. I feel like Ja is definitely going to be um, uh, a candidate for many different. Well, not many different, but I'll say multiple different um, contests, events. Yeah. yeah, that that weekend. Um, I mean, I'm more so seeing. I think you mentioned like for the skills challenge. Um, but I mean, that boy can get up there. So I, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing him. I need Zach Levine in there. I need him in there. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what I was about to mention. I was going to say Levine is probably a for sure candidate in there. But I mean, if we bring it back old people, I mean, I would I wouldn't mind seeing Aaron Gordon oh, again. Honestly, boy, that was I ain't gonna lie, bro. That was probably one of my top five favorite dunk contests of all time. I can't even lie, bro. I would have to agree with you there as well. I mean, and he got robbed. He he did he did. I was going to say with with him like him. When he was in the dunk competition, um, how many years was he in? Who, Aaron Gordon? Yeah. I want to say he did two. Okay. I, I believe it was two as well, at least two. But um, with, with those, and I would say Nate Robinson. I mean, I always like a short guy doing something yeah. spectacular. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, so Levine, I like that. I like Derek Jones. Um, Kobe coming back. Just to do that. Just to throw him ball. some alley-oop. I don't know right. what he would do, though. <laughs> I was gonna say if he if he just just throwing the ball, bro, you know the you know the judges are, oh that's a dick. You know, <laughs> I mean, do we even need to be there, bro? But um, it'll be it'll it'll be interesting to see what Dwight is gonna pull out because as you say, he's he's older now. Um, but we talked about it before. He's more humbled now, man. Like I don't know, he might he might come up with something crazy. I I wouldn't even put it past me anymore because I definitely didn't see Dwight producing. Or doing anything in the era of what he's doing right I now. I agree. At, at this I point in his career, agree so anymore, yeah. um, it, and it hurts me as much, to, so much to say. But I mean, I shoot, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for him, man. Like the 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 Lakers squad in general. You know, I know you're a big Lakers fan. Yeah. You know, um, I just think y'all got a lot of y'all got a lot of uh, positives going for y'all this season. Yeah. I feel like. It, it, it potentially could be our season. I agree. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. And I and you know, I ain't even gonna go crazy on talking about the Lakers, but I will say this: I, I absolutely fully agree with you that I think this is our year. And like you said, I think the chips are really falling as they may. Um, I'm not. You know, the wild thing is, I'm not even worried about Milwaukee, which is crazy because they're the number one team in the league, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about them in a seven-game series. And to me, if we can get through this whole deadline without trading anybody, even though I wouldn't mind getting Derrick Rose, I love Kuz. You know what I mean? I do think it's going to take time. It takes time to play with LeBron. If you're not a superstar, it takes time. Right. And Kuz isn't even an all-star. You know what I mean? He's barely fresh into the league. So give him time. We get through this year, and he can prove, like, hey, I, I'm here. 
I'm going to do what I can do. It's it's our year to lose, truthfully. You know what I mean? Bearing injury, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's this was absolutely amazing. This was so much fun. Um, I yes, always sir. end the podcast with what do you like to do? Like some three things that you just do that, you know, bring love to you. You can talk about your kids, anything that you love to do that you feel like people listening would also like to do. Give me some things like that. All right. Three things that I like to do. Um, first, ultimately, I'm a family man. So definitely spend the time with my family, my daughter, my son and my wife. Um, whether we just sitting around the house or going out to Target, bro. Um I really take uh, pride in doing that. Um, I am artistic. I like to draw. I like to paint in my spare time. I don't really find a lot of time to do that anymore. Um, But whenever I get a chance, I'm always doodling. So that would be um, another thing. And then the third, as I stated before, when I first came on here, introduced myself. Um, I'm a behavior health counselor. Um, I work in the behavior field. So I work with kids uh, specifically. And, um, you know, honestly, just working with different groups of kids, you know, is honestly a blessing because you can kind of, you kind of help molding them. You know, kids will spend, you know, a certain amount of time with their parents, but ultimately they're going to school. They're going to after school activities. So when they're not in the house, they're with, with educators and people who can kind of help mold them and, and teach them to grow. So those would be the three main things uh, that I like to do in my spare time. Not even in my spare time, just in general. In the so. daily life. That's amazing. Yeah. And this this is yeah. a good point for people listening. College and everything isn't for everyone, but, but at least become educated in something. You know, find something that you right. love to do. Be able to have a conversation. Be able to articulate your words because that's one thing that we're losing, you know what I mean? Just listening to you, just describe the things that you love to do, your work. You know, we're losing that in a day and age where we're always on our phones. It's all Instagram. And we always are just not using our personal skills or being able to right. talk and communicate. That's That was one thing. You articulated that very, very well. And I want to say thank you as a friend. I've known you for forever. Back to going to the Charlotte Panthers games, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm talking Carolina Panthers. I'm tripping. Like, right, right. You know what I mean? Going to Dina's house, eating apples. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I know you for a long, long time. Yes, sir. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Tell your family I said hello. And again, let me get you, let me hear you get a shout out for the big dog talk. Man, I appreciate you for having me on, man. We talked about some good topics today. And you already know there's no other place to find the information out about basketball or surrounding basketball other than the big dog talk with Lamar. Bang, bang. There it is.